Chuen Xiao created the installation Silicone Love, Her Garden, in 2018 for the Jack Straw New Media Gallery. I sat down with Chuen in the Jack Straw Studios to talk about the concepts and materials behind the installation and the connections she draws between traditional Chinese gardens and YouTube footage of K-pop dancers. Can you take us through the installation? Can you describe it for us? So basically this is an installation piece, a series of video mapped soft sculptures hanging in the space. And the space is dark, but with three walls of projection mapped onto the soft sculptures. And they are mainly made out of tights, tubes, tool fabrics, and synthetic hairs. And they are mostly human-sized semi-transparent, which makes the room more ghostly feeling, like there's something kind of hanging in the middle of the space. So also these sculptures are projected by these footages, but it's a collage footages between the statics images of gardens and then the moving dancing girl footages behind these garden-looking masks. Then we also have these like ambient sound that's kind of multi-channel sound, which is kind of layered with footstep sound, like whispering sound and different kind of natural environment sounds, like garden birds, stuff like that. I wanted to generate this kind of garden feeling, but not really garden-ish feeling room. So it's kind of, the first impression should be relaxing in a space. Most of the sculptures are semi-transparent, and basically when you shine the projection image through them, they go through the, the sculpture and the shape of the moving images kind of correspond with the shape of the sculpture as well. So they have a kind of relationship in a way. And then I try to take these moving images as like the virtual performers who lives in these physical bodies of the sculptures. I try to make them like human size because I try to establish this relationship between the viewers and sculptures in this kind of body-to-body relationship. And then in terms of the shape of these sculptures, they are not really human-like, but they are kind of all having these fundamental structures of circles that inserted into each sculptures. There are eight of them in a space. And then they all have these fundamental structures of the circle. And then the texture of them are all soft and flexible in a way. And I try to make a feeling of ephemeral through these sculptures. And then they are kind of waiting to becoming something else in a way that they kind of convey this feeling of unsettling. 
and through the texture, the material, and the shape as well, because the shape is possibly really twisted in a way. And the images that you have within this installation, these floral designs with the K-pop dancers, what brought those images together Mm. for you? So the images of the floral image are mostly coming from the fond images of Chinese garden. And you can see these architecture, traditional architecture. Also, some of them are doorways and window frames from the Chinese garden. And then in terms of the dancing girl body parts, I was trying to establish this relationship between looking like a gazing through these bodies and then through these ancient garden structures to kind of give this voristic way of looking at these bodies. But also I try to not make these dancing body so literal. I don't want you to see these as bodies at the first glance. You can see they were just composed in a very condensed way. And then they almost, I try to make them not look like a body. And I try to section the legs out of arms or something like multiple legs, multiple arms, and then then recompose them into a, like a flowery looking thing. But the idea is to give this really poetic feeling of something sensual, but not really having a gender in that way. I wouldn't say it's a it's a continuous version of the previous piece that I've done, but it has this like continuous subject about this internet ghost thing that I've been working on. And basically the internet ghost is my term how to describe the condition of the mediated body in relationship between the technology and human body and how the body is being captured through the camera's lens and how it's being uh, represented on the internet. Basically, all the data, visual data that kind of represents the human body and how we deal with this form of body that we have not dealt with hundreds of years ago. And then it's like, I would say the ghost is like a metaphoric figure that kind of talks about this digital world which has almost unlimited data about the images of the body and the things we do another parallel world basically and i was just thinking it's becoming the digital memory of human beings and what if you can make a ghost out of this memory and basically If you think memory in relationship to the data, they are having a lot of similarities that they both have no limitation over time. So they are not restricted by time 
and they just there forever. And it's basically the idea of the ghost as well. Like it's something there, but it's something dead or life. It's it's very ambiguous. In the end, we upload to somewhere, and we don't know where it is actually end up, and it's just there, but. You don't know if it's actually there or not. Right, because it's experiential. It's not tactile in the same way. Yeah, it's not physical in the end. It's just data, and it's not physical. But you are the person who makes this data. It's just the ghost will be a kind of Asian term that to describe this phenomenon, but it's there. What's interesting to me about you using the term ghost mm-hmm. to describe it is somehow in my mind, I think of a ghost as still having its own free will. Mm. Um, and I think about the gaze that you talk about and the manipulation that you talk about mm. in terms of the internet and how there is something in this ghostly form that lacks that kind of free will or autonomy. Yeah. And I think that free will of the ghost is that something could grow out of the data we don't know because it will extend to this idea of like a machine learning or everything that um, talks about the consciousness of the machine and how they learn this world from the data we feed into it and it's kind of sci-fi idea but who knows they could grow their conscious by taking in all this visual material and as human, we also grow our self-consciousness through the experience that we live in and who we are as mostly defined by how we learn from the environment. The machine is constantly being taught how to observe the world. Yeah, they are being taught, and then they keep learning, they keep observing, and we don't know if there's possible conscious will come out. In turn, the machine teaches us how to observe the world. Yes, we also, well. yeah, I think it's a both direction thing. It's like, basically, we learn how to use cameras. We use mobile phone, the camera inside of mobile phone, and we, we keep doing things because we have that. And, yeah, it's kind of intertwined relationship between the technology and the way how we use them. It's always both direction. Because of that, that responsibility going both directions, you know, I kept thinking when I would go in and and experience what you've put up there in the gallery and what you wrote about it as well, um, I'm so curious about you know, how you think the male gaze figures into your work? I think why I talked about the male gaze in my writings about the piece is because these footages are mostly taken by men and these are like on the YouTube that they upload these Korean girl dance, these boys that they take and these footages through their cell phones and the angles of these shots are very aggressive and sexually implied in a way that 
they are really close to the body and they are pointed towards certain part of the body. But in the piece, what I was trying to filter out from the male gaze, the pure male gaze of these dancing girls, is that the composition of these footages are, I would say, I wanted to add another layer of aggression and manipulation over the gaze, the original gaze itself, and then reflected back to the viewers, no matter the viewers is a male or female. So I would say, again, this almost a little bit violent relationship going on because gays can be really aggressive and manipulative in a way. But when the piece is being made, it's more about the relationship, not about the from one side the male is gazing or something, but it's more to do with this relationship between the viewers and the sculptures itself. I try to not make my work directly talking about the female body. It's more about how the body is being manipulated to a decorative object or something. Would it be accurate to say that home is more than one place for you? Mm-hmm. Does home feel both like China and the United States for you? I wouldn't use the term of home. I would say maybe it's homeless. Like, oh, okay. it's, it's, it's something that I constantly struggle with. It's like you're living in a parallel world. Like, I have both sides, but... How I experience this too is that I feel like part of me is kind of dissolving and disappearing. Like the Chinese part of me is disappearing. And then when I go back home or go back to China, you feel like the the other U.S. part of me is also kind of disappearing. But you're constantly struggling in between these two, two worlds and then... I don't find a point which I would call home. And because of technology, most of people think they can live globally, but it also makes you homeless in a way because mm-hmm. you, you live in between or you live nowhere. Chuen Xiao's installation, Silicone Love, Her Garden, was created through the Jack Straw New Media Gallery Residency Program. Podcast interviewer is Alyssa Keene. Produced by Levi Fuller and Joel Maddox. Engineer is Joel Maddox. Jack Straw Executive Director is Joan Rabinowitz. The Jack Straw Artist Residency Programs are made possible with support from the Seattle Office of Arts and Culture, Four Culture King County Lodging Tax Fund, Washington State Arts Commission, National Endowment for the Arts, Arts Fund, and individual contributors. To learn more about our arts program and hear more podcasts, visit us 
at jackstraw.org.